did it. You did it. Yay. Awesome. I cool. feel like our setup went faster than it would with him. You had concocted this. Uh, and so we are now talking we on are. a podcast. We are. Why Why did we concoct this again? Because <laughs> someone said you would never do something like this? Was yeah. that the case? Well, so what happened was we were on our family trip to Snowbird, and I was talking to my two cousins, who are more friends at this point. They're avid listeners of the podcast, and we were teasing Quinn about having me as a guest because we were talking about something, and one of them said, oh, you should do this on a podcast. And Quinn was like, no, we don't do guests. I don't want to be a guest podcast, which is totally fine. You guys sure. do what you want to do. And Quinn left, and my cousins are like, dude, talk to Tony. Do a secret podcast. And I was like, <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't really know if he'll go for that. I don't really know if I'm confident enough to do this. But so I teased. I was like, you know, I texted you. I was like, Tony, we should do a secret one. And then you were like, okay. And I was Let's like, go yeah, for it. Our, yeah, our why right. not? Well, why not? Yeah. Because then I, I just mean, know I... it's going to get under Quinn's skin. <laughs> Well, that's 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 part of the fun. Um, I know uh, when Quentin and I had concocted the the idea of this podcast, we had agreed we wouldn't have a guest, um, and I took that as it would always be two people talking on the mic. So by that logic, we still only have two people talking on the mic. Exactly, we are so not disrespecting the spirit of. We're the not podcast. disrespecting the duo rule. There's no trio at all. So, Quinn, if you're if you're listening, hi. Hi, honey. <laughs> Love you. I'm sorry I was so, mean to make you go to work. I just needed yeah, to Yeah, oh, go. my God. It took forever and a day to get him out of the house. <laughs> I Jeez. woke up early. I made pancakes. I was like, scoot out. Oh, well, that, that was your problem number one right there, like pancakes. He's going to need to, like, rest and, like, let that, <laughs> like, settle. Because pancakes can be beautiful and wonderful, but they can also be heavy. That you know? is true. And so yeah, yeah, they were the, um, they were like the Kodiak kit, you know, like the protein. They're a little bit lighter okay. yeah. than the typical kind of pancake. But yeah, yeah. I was trying to like be nice and get a you know good start to the day. Like, okay, you got this. And he's like, oh, but it's so nice to sit at home. I'm like, oh yeah, but it's great to go to work too. <laughs> <laughs> It's so nice to be here with you. Yeah, you know what else is nice? When you're not here. So why don't you go? (laughs) Go provide for the family. Yay! (laughs) So recently, uh, you've had a lot of life changes. Um, But one one I want to ask you is is regarding um, something very, like, very personal, like your surgeries that you've that you've undergone. And like, how are you doing? I mean, that was just a few weeks ago. How are you, how's the recuperation process? Like it's going It's So we're this coming Tuesday will be seven weeks out. So what are we now? We're on a Saturday. So, um, yeah, I'm about six and a half weeks out. I'm finally able to move a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So I had skin removal surgery, right? After some weight loss, then they took skin off of my arms and they took skin off of my lower body so they essentially gave me an incision that's like a belt so it just goes all the way around exactly where a belt would go around your waist so they took off four pounds total of skin and then they went while they were in there they sewed my ab muscles back together because being so overweight i was before my weight loss surgery i was about 430 pounds and being so overweight stretches your ab muscles so like you know your six-pack is 
separated. So my surgeon sewed my abs back together, took all the skin off, and I have been a cripple for six weeks. Like that ab stuff was awful. I couldn't move. I can finally turn over in bed by myself. I can bend down to the ground. I'm feeling really good. I went back to the gym this week. You went back to the gym. Yeah, I saw the photo on Instagram. Like, really? This early? Like, it's early yeah. to me because I know I'm a big baby. If I went through <laughs> any surgery like that, I'd be out for six months, like like minimum. No, I love it. The gym, it it kills me to be sedentary. It, since it's just become my happy place. I was going nuts just sitting at home, and my surgeon said I could. He's like, you know, take it easy. Don't. Maybe don't start right where you left off. Let's lower all of your weights before you jump back in. And there's still a lot of things that I cannot do. But um, no, I just have gone back to it. I have to go pretty slow. My arms are still really tight, those incisions. But everything is healed. I have scars. I don't have any more scabs. Everything's closed and looking really good. So, Well, that's amazing, Maddie. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been um, quite the experience. It hit me harder than I thought it would, but, but it's been yeah. worth it. Well, You've had a, a lot of great support from obviously Quentin, but your family um, mm. saw online as well too. Um, I don't know if the GoFundMe is still live, but I, I I think people can still donate if they so choose to, and we'll put the link in the, of that in the in the in the description. Oh, but so um, you have another surgery coming up as well too, right? I sure do. Six Yay. weeks from Tuesday. <laughs> it, it's like the gift that keeps on giving. It is. It's just great. No, it's kind of, it's like a Band-Aid. I just, I have to get it done or I'm going to wimp out because this, these surgeries are worse than the weight loss surgery. These are exhausting. Really? Okay. Oh, oh a million times, a million times worse. These are exhausting and it's really difficult for me. So I went from being super fat and I can't do anything. I mean, I couldn't touch my own toes. I couldn't touch my own shoulder. Like I had no mobility. Okay. I lose weight. I'm mobile. I go to the gym. I hike. I exercise. I'm feeling really good. And then I get knocked on my butt and I feel like I did before. I have no energy. I can't move. And it has been a weird throwback. And I'm like, oh, oh, I don't like this. I have grown accustomed to being a normal person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's hard to do that again. But if I don't do it now, I'm not going to do it. So just got to jump in. We'll get it done this year and then just move on and close this chapter and be able to just have a fun year next year, I hope. Are you planning on doing any uh, like Spartan runs or anything like that in, in a couple of years to kind of commemorate the whole like completion of, of all this? I don't know about big runs. I want to. I wish I was a runner. I do. I'm not so much a runner. I'm really dense. And so it's hard to run but i've done the dirty dash like kind of a mud run thing and i probably will do that again in june with some family and friends but oh that's the one i saw you do yeah yes. not spartan okay yeah. so yeah, it, was no, a, it was a mud run but okay yeah those yeah, are fun not, not as those are a lot of fun spartan. yeah no, oh no, no 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 spartan, yeah. that's insane yeah. yeah no this one's chill and fun but ultimately i want to get into powerlifting and competing i have a friend who owns a gym who is he was the strongman champion of utah a couple years ago he's incredible and I think I want to start training with him when I'm back to my full strength because I've got some like natural muscles just in my genetics. I can build muscle pretty easily in strength. So I think I want to start. Yeah, your dad's pretty muscular. Yeah. <laughs> my dad's yeah. a big dude. <laughs> hey, guy. What's up? How you doing, sir? Nice to see you again. Um, hello. <laughs> what up, Brian? Yeah, the uh, the uh, powerlifting circuit is intense. 
Um, I used to know some powerlifters when I went uh, went to the gym fairly regularly, and it was it was way too intense for me. Just the regiments that they were um, kind of putting themselves through. But with that being said, the reward was just amazing, you know, and uh, the recognition that they got, but also mm-hmm. just their own self recognition to say I I freaking did this. I was able to do this thing that, you know, a year or so I wouldn't have thought I could come this far. So, yeah, it's, um, it's a lot of proven stuff to yourself. Like, mm -hmm. you know, winning competitions and whatever you can do national competitions with whatever league you're in. But a lot of it is that self, like I did this. And you're, you're proving to yourself like day in and day out that you can get better physically, mentally, you know, and, and you you can hopefully strive to do this powerlifting thing, and I think that's that's extremely commendable. Well, thanks. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. He's a tough guy, so I know he'll kick my butt, but he'd be fun to work with. So we'll see. What Sometimes happens. we need our butts kicked. That that's we for do. Sure. Keeps us going. You guys just got a new car too. We right? did. How's that going for you? It's so good. I yeah. love it. Yes, his. It's a Subaru 2019 Impreza hatchback. His name is Saint 14 from Destiny. Saint 14? <laughs> yes. And we love him. He is our boy. Why, why is it Saint 14? And I feel like I should know this. And I'm, I'm going to feel bad if you tell me what it is and I, and I find out I am supposed to know it. No, no, you're fine. It's just a Saint 14 is a titan in the lore of Destiny. Like, they talk about him. There's a quest in Destiny 2 okay. that kind of centers around him. It's not, like, a huge, big thing. There's a helmet, the helm of Saint-14. It's the one okay. that's, like, kind of a mohawk Yeah. looking thing. Uh, it's super cool. We just like the name. And so we were like, oh, yeah, that's a cool car name. And it's been awesome. Now that the weather's starting to get cold, that car heats up in, seriously, like, 20 seconds, which is fantastic. Isn't it great when a car does that? It's like, oh, that's what's supposed to happen. Exactly. Oh, Nice. It's not supposed to take 20 minutes to to warm up. Okay, cool. (laughs) Oh, you mean I'm not supposed to just be getting warm when I get to my destination. Oh, gotcha. All right. So I had to, one of the, one of the reasons why I'm not able to make it out to Utah next month was kind of compounded with something that happened with my vehicle um, in just in the past week. And let's just say it caused, it was such a, a, a dire need to fix that it caused me to actually get a rental from uh oh. the dealership but the rental they gave me was amazing <laughs> it was it was it was a little smaller but it was super speedy the trunk space was fairly sizable um and it heated up like like within 30 seconds or cooled down within 20 seconds it was i was like oh wow maybe i should re re Free, um, refresh my Freon or something. I don't know, but this is how it's supposed to be. Okay, this they is really, that. really nice. Oh wait, my car's ready. Oh darn! <laughs> so they do that. I gotta go back to that thing now. <laughs> what happened to your car? I'm so sorry. Car yeah. So the the awful. funny the funny thing about this car is that it's really not that old. It's it's a 2007 model. Um, it is. I did buy it used, but there weren't any kind of extenuating issues when I had purchased it, except for a, a few, like, uh, paint chips uh, mm-hmm. that the, the paint was chipping away. And that was really about it. But ever since then, there's always been this or that and a few other things. And the biggest thing happened last weekend, which was the car wouldn't start. 
and uh, you know Aurelia said, you know, go test the starter, go test the the, the battery and the alternator. And both AutoZone and O'Reilly's uh, said that there was nothing wrong with those three things. So for the life of me, I couldn't figure out what it was. Actually, one guy said it might be the solenoid, and that sounded expensive. So I was I was kind of expecting, you know, the bill to be in the high triple digits. And at that point, I was like, I'm just going to get a new car if that's mm. the case. It wasn't in the high triple digits, but it was at the like lower end of triple digits. And I, you know, it, I just, I can't, I can't take the time to just go out and purchase a new one. And what it was essentially was this whole assembly with a harness and these other motorized things, which um, communicates the push button start because it's a push button car, the yeah. push button start to the starter and when that fails the car is not going to start so they had to replace that whole thing which was around um 900 some plus tax of course and so yeah so yeah. that's that's why uh amongst other reasons but that's a main reason why i'm not able to make it out to utah but we're we're gonna we're moving it to to to, to march to, yeah, so, and, so that'll be exciting it and might still be but is it still snowing over there in march Yes. It well it depends okay. on the year. This year, yeah, we had a really long winter. And yeah. the ski resorts are definitely still open. They go till. I mean, especially okay. the ones like Snowbird and Alta, they're open. They I mean, they had a 4th of July ski day this year. I don't know what we'll get next season, but they're definitely still open in March. So 4th of July ski day? They did. We were talking to the tram operator at Snowbird over the summer about it. He said everyone was up there in bikinis and tutus and you know, all sorts of red, white, and blue stuff. He said it was just chaos, but it was really fun. Well, I, uh, I'm i not very familiar with snow, so uh, I'm, I'm going to be that weird Californian. Like, ah, what is this white stuff? Why is it in my shoe? I need help. I'm sinking. <laughs> no, just bring warm clothes because March is so still that'll be pretty fun. nippy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I plan to layer upon layer, so. Uh, I will too, it's okay. Yeah. I wear thermals and, almost in the summer now, so. And if it, where a push comes to shove, I can just, you know, go the uh, the new fashion way and just Google what to bring to Utah or what to bring to the snow and bring all of those things. There you go. Your luggage will only weigh 105 pounds, but <laughs> you'll That's be all. warm. That's why they have wheels. Exactly. And then you just have to be embarrassed at the checkout counter when it weighs too much. Have you ever had that happen? It's awful. Like a um, check your baggage thing where you have to put it on the scale and it's like that moment of tense anticipation waiting to see if it comes in under 50 pounds. The only time I've had to kind of like worry about that was when my ex and the kids and I went to uh, London and we were taking Virgin Atlantic and... I guess for whatever reason, they were very strict about the weight restrictions of the luggage and uh, our luggage was fine. But her mother, my ex-mother-in-law, her mother had one luggage that was heavier than the other. So it became kind of like, okay, I'm going to move this to this luggage. Okay, that makes the other luggage too heavy. What if I just take this out and move it to that luggage? I'm like, okay, can we not do this right now? (laughs) Can, 
in the middle of like a whole line behind us. That was the whole thing, which made it extremely embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like I realized that she had to do it, but to have a whole line behind us and to kind of hold up the line as she's rifling through her unmentionables and extra clothes. I just, oh, I, I just had this thing where I was like, you know what? I'm going to go vape outside. Y'all figure this out. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> be here right now. I Peace out, homie. <laughs> we are not together. Yes, exactly. Um, I, I mean, obviously, we uh, we made it to London okay, um, and then on the way back, it was it was worse because everybody had had souvenirs and stuff. Right. That's and some of the souvenirs were illegal, <laughs> so we had oh. to hide them. Oh no! The we Kinder were eggs. In some olive oil. Oh, the Kinder eggs. The Kinder eggs. Ooh, I yeah. remember when those got banned. Yeah, extremely stupidly, and uh, I'm sure kids are still choking on other things, but they're readily accessible here in what the States. What are they not choking on? Oh, I oh. saw. You want to know what kids are choking on these days? There was a little girl, I think under the age of one, don't remember what state she lived in. She had eaten, you know how you have like a down feather couch or pillows, and sometimes they shed feathers? Super yeah. Super annoying, but you know, you vacuum them, call it a day. Well, she is a child. And eats everything. And she ate these feathers. And the pointy end got lodged oh. in her throat. Oh no. And her body worked it out like a splinter. But mom and dad had no clue what was happening. So just months down the road. And they, she never choked or anything. There was no incident. So okay. months down the road, whatever. She has this weird boil on her neck. They cannot oh, figure out God. what's going on. Until one day they start pulling feathers out of her neck. Oh Oh, God. <laughs> Trigger warning. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That. My coworker that. showed me that the other day, and I about died. I was like, are you kidding me? So she had to go in for surgery. The mom and dad pulled out, like, five of them, and then she went in for surgery, and they pulled out a clump of ten. I'm like, okay, buy a new couch. Like, obviously, your kid has a thing with eating feathers, and now she is molting. Like, <laughs> Holy Jesus. I'm glad she's okay, right? Like, they <laughs> got all the feathers totally out. Yeah, At least no. she didn't, like, morph into an actual bird. Like, it, like, so that somehow got into her genetics and the feathers came out of her fingers. Oh, my gosh. Oh, like so at least books. there's that. You remember those? That on the cover they had people morphing into different animals. Yes. I, I, I remember I them. I just looked at the, the covers. Very vividly. They were funky. Yeah, I I was never into those books. Aurelia actually really enjoyed those books, so we were we were talking about them in at length a couple of weeks ago. So it's funny you should mention that. <laughs> that kind of morphing that I saw on the cover kind of we I don't know like it weirded me out. Mm-hmm. Like it did not for me it didn't like intrigue me. It didn't strike my imagination as something that I wanted to uncover. Like, how did this guy become a kitten cat? Like, I don't, I don't care. That's strange. I'm gonna go over this way now. Thank you. Right. Like, the background is not interesting to me. This is weird to look at. I don't like it. Moving on. I'll go I'm sure the though house. the story is great. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, it's I'm, wonderful. I'm sure it's lovely. I just never <laughs> quite got into it. <laughs> yeah. So what? What are the other reasons why I wanted to like do this with you, other than kind of um, trolling Quentin? <laughs> While that might be fun and all, um, was to actually say thank you to you. Um, about a year ago, um, I had divulged to you what was going on relationship-wise in my life. And 
without really knowing me like as we do now you you know through text messages and through the phone you you just you took me in took me like uh you know told me everything was going to be fine you 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 helped me see the the brighter side of things and then and then I finally went to Utah I stayed with you and Quentin for a week and uh you and I were able to hash out a lot of the emotions that were going through uh my head and it really helped me kind of take everything in and it was probably the best decision uh, of last year to go to Utah because I was able to escape all of these negative thoughts that were you know flooding my brain and you helped me kind of whisk them away and I want to say thank you to that because because again like I, I you and I before that had really only known each other in passing we saw each other at E3 um, this that and the other but uh, you, I, I guess like th- there was no necessary reason for, for, for you to say, Hey, I'm going to talk to this random guy. Who's, who's my, my husband's friend, like, but you did. And, and since then, obviously I turned things around. I'm in a loving relationship because I was able to get out of that funk and, and move on and, and everything and uh honestly a, a lot of it started with uh with you so thank you oh, for that and i want to you know put that on the record good things can happen sometimes you do have to hash it out <laughs> sometimes you have to talk it out with with random people but uh yeah it's well, worth it it's worth the wait it always is the good things yeah. they're worth the fight and yeah, i'm glad that we talked last year because you are now one of my closest friends Oh, well, you you as well. It's a shame, but it's a wonderful thing that you are, you aren't, like, it's great to go somewhere else to visit friends, but it is annoying that the only way to go to you is to take two planes. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when, when, when Aurelia and I were looking at flights for October, we're like, why do we have to go to Burbank? There ain't, what? There's nothing at Burbank. Where I just want to go straight over there. Where do you fly Can we go to, from? Sorry? Where do you have to fly out from? Uh, so we we tried a couple of the surrounding airports, uh, Oakland, Sacramento, and uh, San Francisco. And a lot of them were like either Burbank or Vegas, which wouldn't be terrible, but, you know. so. But nevertheless, there wasn't one straight shot. That is weird. Yeah. It now, mind you, like- it might have been the price range we were looking at. It might have it might, it just been that. Because if we were right. willing to spend maybe an extra hundred dollars per person, they they might have a a straight a straight flight. But uh, for the quote unquote deals that we were finding uh, with the respective airline, he was like, "Yeah, you're gonna make a stop in uh, in Oregon. Like, why why are we going up there? <laughs> this makes you no can, sense." You can find some bonkers airline deals though. If you're willing to go on insane rerouting things, I follow an Instagram page that posts kind of those error pricing and things like that. And mm-hmm. it's like she had one where you could fly to London or Germany or set somewhere in Europe. And it was like 250 bucks round trip. And I was like, what? But yeah. it was a ridiculous, like, you know, 14 layovers in like all these different places. But, you know, if you have, if you have the capability of, kind of dropping everything, jumping on a flight for whatever dates are available and doing stuff like that. I think that is so cool. Yeah, but it sounds like 
if it even if you're exaggerating, let's just say it's seven layovers. That right there is two days worth, right? Like that's two days of your vacation. Is it worth that much to save all that money right. to only spend two days in in Paris and then have to go back and then be on planes for another two or three days? I don't yeah. know. No, you have you have to pro and con and figure yeah. out really when it would be worth it. But I I mean I have a friend who picked up and she was kind of going through a tough spot in her life and she picked up and found one of those deals and went to Norway and got Airbnbs and saw the fjords and spent some time in London on her way back. And it was, she spent a couple of days traveling, but she had the capability at her, at her job to take off two weeks. So a couple of days travel was not a big deal for a two week vacation. Oh yeah. Most definitely discounted price. So yeah. stuff like that I think would be worth it. But yeah, if you only have a week, spend the money, travel for yeah. one day. <laughs> I like that word, fjord. I don't even know what they are. I know they have them. <laughs> like, fjord. Hello, Mr. Fjord. <laughs> a long, narrow, deep inlet of sea between high cliffs. Okay, there you go. In Norway and Iceland. Yeah. As so well like, as Alaska, Chile, and, and New Zealand. Oh. If you could swim in any liquid, not water, what would it be? You're not going to be injured. You can say you can breathe underneath it whatever but if it's like a sticky thing you're going to be sticky if it's thicker it's going to be harder to swim through but you're not sure. going to be injured okay molten lava oh. oh that's a good answer yeah i've 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 like because i've been to a volcano before and i've seen the molten lava like Cracked the ground around me, which in its own right was like extremely terrifying, but it was also beautiful, right? Yeah. And I've seen it, you know, as it comes down, uh, like larger volcanoes in Hawaii, and it just just cascades down and just looks. I don't want to say fun because it's it's a destructive. <laughs> <laughs> It's terrifying, right? And it's terrible and and, and ruins lives. But um, even, even so, like, it'd be it interesting so just cool. to just to swim around in it with all this fire and just to, I don't know how it would feel if I'm not getting burned. Like, if if it would, I'm sure it would be thick. Definitely would be thick. Right. Um, but, but you don't see things like touching lava a whole. Like, we don't have a. I feel, or I don't have a good idea of how thick it would be because I have never seen things touch lava without melting or catching on fire. Right. I mean, I think the the closest thing I've seen to like touching lava would be at like um, at a, at a machinist shop or a smelters place where yeah, you know they're that they uh, they pour that hot molten whatever into a mold and they're kind of. Um, not manhandling it, but they're trying to get the 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 molten whatever uh, you know um, metal, steel like a or, cast iron or something. Yeah, exactly. They're they're trying to get it into the shape, so so they're they're very vigorously trying to uh, trying to to curve it to to, to make it fit in, inside the, the mold and everything. But they're of course using gloves or other instruments. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know, like when they use other metal instruments. And they push the molten like that causes more fire. And like that, that's like again, that kind of beautiful. Crazy. 
but extremely terrifying. <laughs> right, like, it's like gorgeous. Oh, there's my fire! <laughs> it's beautiful in the way that, like, destructive things in nature are beautiful. Like, there, there oh, yeah. is just this awe-inspiring beauty, but it's like, yeah, that a lot of it kill is... me if I don't run. Right, I mean, a lot of it is, you know, like, retrospect. Like, um, uh, not not necessarily hurricanes, but um, when when you see like monsoons and you see the the rain coming down extremely vigorously and and it's washing out uh, like like villages and, and and stuff like that, but like how it affects the nature around it, it's mm. it's it's very. In, in in a weird way, it's kind of breathtaking what happens with Mother Nature when it's like doing an etch a sketch thing of the world. Like, ah, I'm gonna yeah. get rid of this, and it's as photos are, especially in something like National Geographic or the Discovery Channel. It's like, it's wow, that's gorgeous. But I'm sure in the midst of it, like, oh, this is terrible. I want my mommy. I want to get out of here. Well, it's like volcanoes. Those are the volcanic ashes, like the most. It's, it's the best thing for plants to grow on and things. So it's like, it is like etch sketch is a really good way to describe it. It's the yeah. earth taking care of itself and being like, okay, restart over here. And then where the volcanoes erupt, it's beautiful and full of life and vegetation. And it's crazy. What about you? What kind, what, what kind of liquid would, did, uh, would you think that you'd be interesting or fun to, uh, to swim in? I think one of like a non-Newtonian, Ooh. first like, off awesome word oh thank you yeah um second off yeah like cornstarch and water like when you mix them together i think that's what that's where like if you smack your spoon into the bowl full of cornstarch mm-hmm. and water like it turns to a solid but then if right. you're just stirring it real gentle it's a liquid so it's like okay i want a cannonball gently into a non-newtonian fluid how would you cannonball gently? Well, like, like not, from, not from a high dive. Like, oh, okay. So, so, like, I'm not going to get injured. It's not like hitting okay, Right, right, right. Because then you'd be basically smacking concrete. Right. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Sorry, the idea of cannonballing gently, just they're two complete opposites. <laughs> yeah, so, like, so just, just a soft little pitter-patter in, into the pool. I'd probably do a pencil dive. A pencil, then, okay. There, then you have your feet to land on. You're not landing on yeah, your foot. Yeah, right. That's so smart. pencil dive. See, see how that goes, and then like maybe work my work my way up to a uh, to a cannonball, a gentle cannonball. <laughs> a gentle cannonball. I'm Actually, do like that next how time. would that? Well, now that you're saying cannonball, I'm like, okay. So what would happen if I cannonballed into molten lava? Because it's because it it itself is also very thick. Would it, would I just like cannonball onto the top of it and like it would hurt because I'm cannonballing onto what's essentially solid on top, or at least feels like that. And then would I sink or would I just stay up there? I don't know. Right. Mm. So you will not be harmed. You're not going to catch on fire. No. Maybe. Right. I'll be fine. Mm. I th- I think it would spark and you would very slowly sink in. <laughs> So does if I were to spark and like the lava goes around me and you're over there at the edge watching me, you're would you also get burned or you're not getting burned in this hypothetical either as as you're watching on as I jump into this lava? 
No, in hypotheticals, nobody gets hurt. No one gets hurt. Okay, this <laughs> nobody is good. Gets this hurt is good. In hypotheticals. Right. Everything is happy and everything works out just fine. And nobody awesome. gets hurt. That's what makes a fun hypothetical. We were able to finally do this. We've been wanting to do this for about a month. So I'm glad we uh, were able to get Quentin out of the house, off to work. Is there anything that you want listeners to, to know about or anything you want to shout out? No, I mean, I love this podcast. So thanks to all the listeners for supporting you guys. I mean, this is it's fun to like feel like kind of a superstar a little bit talking to you guys <laughs> on it. But no, I, if anyone wants to follow me on Instagram, my handle maddie.mckinnon because i make life easy <laughs> <laughs> we'll, put, we'll put that link in the description yeah, down below put it in the description. yeah we'll make it easy for everybody follow well i don't post a lot. i bake a lot and i go to the gym and football games that's what my life's about but well if anyone's interested in her transformation that she's made public then uh you can you can check it out there as well too um, as for me, you can find me on Instagram, Lazy Tech Tony. You can also find Quentin and I under Still Recording. And we will be back in a couple of weeks uh, with a regular, regular, regular scheduled <laughs> programming. So we'll talk to you guys later. Bye bye.